What up, y'all? It's Season Love, S-E-N-L-U-V. That's who I be. And welcome to another episode of Money Healing Monologues. Over here at the Money Healing Monologues, I like to open up a space to speak about the development of Black wealth, health, and excellence. So, join me every single Monday, where I like to reiterate, reteach, and dissect some shit that I just think us as a Black community should speak about. And of course, the purpose of this is to open up a conversation, so please feel free to comment down below, tell me what you thought, if you agree with me, disagree with me, if I ruffled some feathers, let me know what's tea. Welcome to episode 17. Wow, 17 of the Money Healing Monologues? Oh my goodness. And today we're going to be speaking about satisfaction plus complacency. Maybe we have to look up these words just so we can clarify and understand exactly what this conversation is going to be about today. So satisfaction, we're talking about like fulfillment, feeling fulfilled or content with things, people, places or experiences in your life. And then complacency, which has to do with security, satisfaction and remaining satisfied in you know a certain thing which is why I felt like these both went hand in hand because well we're gonna get into it so and as you know and if you don't I like to go down who what where when why and how format and the how is always going to be a question that is down below in the description if you're watching this on YouTube and in the question box if you're listening in on Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcast. So getting into the who I asked this is a two-part question so I said who experiences satisfaction and who is capable of becoming complacent in it that we all experience satisfaction you know on whatever level or capacity you want to um you know think about it on we all indulge in certain things to experience that satisfaction and I don't know why I just thought of dopamine like giving us that fulfillment or that contentment in whatever we are experiencing because everything in our external is a stimulation at some point or I mean not at some point like literally it's a stimulation because it is affecting you in some way shape or form whether that's one of your five senses or your sixth sense which is the feeling which is the energy it's transferring energy to you you know everything in your external is a stimulation so we all experience satisfaction in some way shape or form now on to the second part of the question where I asked who's capable of becoming complacent in it that everybody is capable of falling victim to complacency because of fear and fear has been the main thing that's like controlled us for like that's controlled us for a very 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 long time and I said that's controlled us because it no longer controls us we're gonna claim it right here right now in this present moment shit me not saying that fear is a bad thing because it's really not but you know when used in the wrong way it can stop you and hinder you from doing things going places experiencing certain things indulging in certain people and then bringing me into my what i asked what part of our environment feeds into the satisfaction with complacency i want to say i said our government structure and working like this whole having a work to live gig is very much detrimental to what we think satisfies us 
and I said that capitalism is a money game. So everything that essentially everything that they set in place is to benefit somebody that is making more money. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's that's all it is. That's all they need. They just want more money. They want more money so that it, they can uphold their fantasy world. Since they've been attached to this materialistic substance that we call money, everything that's set in place is essentially to exploit the people below them so that they can stay on top. So thinking about that, it's like, are we really satisfied with the things that we're complacent in? Since we've been taught to need and want certain things in order for someone to get more bread. And it makes you want to kind of rethink and reiterate all the things that you think that you need. You know what I'm saying? And of course, this is a very vague thing that I'm saying, very vague, but you can specify this into any single aspect of your life. So we're taught to want and need things for the benefit of their pockets and If it's always been about exploiting the people, what truly satisfies us, you know what I'm saying? And not satisfaction in the sense of needing this or needing um, certain things. Because we spoke about in some of my, I mean, in another one of my episodes is that the reason that we need or we, we perceive certain things as lack or there's not enough of is because it's been projected onto us that way they've made us they've convinced us that there isn't enough to go around enough resources to go around so we are put in this cycle of fear to keep working to live and and going 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 and disregarding our body because we think that we have to but it will only be like that as long as we decide to perceive it that way So it's important, I feel like, just to sum up my what, is like we analyze our external environment and how we're operating in it and analyze how much things are feeding into us. You know what I'm saying? Because once we realize that certain things are taking up a lot, a lot, a lot of our energy and aren't giving us the same or not even just the same or like the the beneficial energy to feed and pour back into us like it's not that's not sustainable you know what I mean because you're using all of your energy and only getting back maybe you know low energy or you know something is feeding into you in a more negative way so you're consuming that and another one of my episodes we spoke about like the things that you absorb is the things that you become as within so without as above so below that's just something to think about that's that's where my head is at with that whole how our environment feeds into us being complacent and then going into my where I said where can we experience this false satisfaction in our own lives working places you hate advertising always making you think that you need something that's a big one right there like because the way the advertising is set up it's crazy that we have so many different brands of the same exact thing And nine times out of ten, these things are literally made at the same places and and made with the same exact ingredients. So it's really like what really choice do we have when we're when an abundance of choices are put in front of us? You know what I'm saying? I'm actually I've been reading the um, the art of choosing. That's a really, really, really great book. And 
I really recommend it to anybody that wants to know a little bit more about like how much choice you actually have over your own life and your own thoughts. And all of this false satisfaction, you know, in turn makes us buy things that we really don't need, indulge in things that are really not beneficial for our highest good and, and better development. You know, it's to keep us comfortable and keeping us comfortable is a good thing because we all deserve to be comfortable, but not in things that we have been forced to want. Does that make sense? You know, just analyze everything that you think that you want and reiterate them for yourself so that you know that it's actually something that feeds into you, that pours good vibrations and positivity into you. And then going into my when, I ask, when does the complacency kick in with that? Kind of like what I was saying with things that we think that we need, you know, things that are falsely giving us this satisfaction. We, when we find satisfaction and comfort in these things, it, it tricks our brain into continuously thinking that we need this thing in order to essentially operate. And an example that I gave is Big Pharma. And of course, everything that I'm saying has a duality to it. I'm not saying all of these things are bad, but in my opinion, there is, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a dark side to it. And that dark side may or may not outweigh the good side that we've been perceived to be comfortable in. Does that make sense? Sometimes I feel like I be talking circles around people's brains sometimes because I don't mean to goop you with all of this information, but it's kind of like, you know, I, I want to bring people down on a different type of thought process. You know what I mean? So I hope that you're following. Like Big Pharma. Big Pharma is definitely a part of the money game. They are the biggest drug dealers we have out here now. I shit you not. All of these over-the-counter drugs, like... Advil, ibuprofen, these things that are supposed to be temporary pain relievers. These things were made temporary so that you can keep taking it. Notice that maybe all of the medicines that you have, it's not like, oh, you got to take this like once a year or some shit like that. Or now you got to take them shits every single day. Why is, why do we make or why were we creating medicines that we have to take consistently and continuously and of course this is my opinion i'm not saying that there isn't a duality to it where like yes absolutely continuous medicines and reoccurring medicines absolutely have saved people's lives i'm not doubting that i am not knocking that i'm just saying that it's worth to question why we have decided to focus on temporary cures rather than things that will actually be sustainable, like actual cures for things. And if we want to look at the system for exactly what it is, which is a money game, you have to continuously keep paying for these things, don't you? And they put you in the state of fear so that you can remain complacent and not only getting this treatment that is supposedly supposed to be benefiting your life, but also continuously paying them. And making them richer and richer and richer and richer. And you're handing over the money willingly because you're convinced that you might die without it. Why would you ever be put in a predicament where you're convinced that you literally might die? And I'm not, I'm not knocking a doctor's job. That's the doctor's job. He's supposed to analyze you and shit and, and make sure you Gucci and tell you the facts that's on the papers that are your results. The results are in. I get it. 
I 100% understand that. I'm just saying, think about it. Just something to think about it. Just something to think about. I'm just saying. And then the same thing can go into the foods that we eat and just all other things that may affect us poorly. And then bring me into my why. I ask, why is this crucial to highlight? Complacency can be a scary thing when stuck in a place that is not serving your highest good. So if you're complacent in a certain thing, aspect, experience, people, or place in your life, I just think that it's worth analyzing because this thing that may be seemingly satisfying you may have been something that was placed here in order to keep you complacent, in order to keep you in the same place. And in my opinion, it is just worth reiterating and analyzing things for yourself to ensure that the things that you are complacent in, and remember complacency means comfortability. So the duality of complacency being detrimental to your growth is, you know, you finding actual comfortability in something and it being very beneficial to your well-being. That is a possibility. However, since we all have lived in this system, it is worth reanalyzing everything that you think that you know and the things that you are complacent and, com- and comfortable in and ensuring that it's something that is feeding into you in a positive way. And then my question for the how for this episode is, okay, what's something that satisfies you but is in some way keeping you complacent? On that note, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Money Healing monologues i really appreciate you for being here thank you for stopping by and you know just hearing me out hearing my perspective i hope that it stimulated you in some positive way that is beneficial to your highest good i'm grateful to have you here please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast send it to a friend send it to your peoples you know what i'm saying It's time to start thinking different, opening our minds, freeing our minds and starting to manifest better for our community. And that starts with us healing. So I hope that you have a beautiful day. I love you and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.